Good morning. 640 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Ben Scola Morning News. Since it is Thursday, it means it's time to talk to Wes Moreno, the Escambia County Administrator. Uh, Mr. Administrator, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Hey, Andrew. It's great to be here. Always good to have you. Always good to have you. Okay, I, I have to ask you the first question because I have been asked several times, and I just want to make sure I get to it. Uh, uh, Detroit Boulevard, when is it going to be reopened? I will have to uh, check on that and see. Uh, I know they've been working pretty hard. I think they should be getting pretty close, but I will have to actually uh, get back with you on that one. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I thought I had let you know in advance, and it's my fault. I failed to do that, so I apologize. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I would have asked you only if I thought I had let you know in advance I wanted it because um, it's impossible to track everything in the county for any one person. Uh, second, it is. Yeah, it, it is. And, and especially now that you're not just the roads guy. Like I know probably years ago you would have known because you were the roads guy. Now you got to track everything, which is a lot to track. Um, the, um, of course, Commissioner Bergash was very active in advocating to push from the PNJ for public notices to the Escambia Sun Press. The law now allows you to go entirely digital and not spend any money on print if you put it at the county's website. Has there been discussion about planning to do that, as far as you know? Yeah, we've had some discussions about it. Uh, it's kind of all-encompassing. Like the school board would participate with us, and we, we may would be responsible to post some of their stuff. So we're looking into that and seeing really how efficient and how feasible that would be. Uh, from my standpoint, I certainly don't want to be responsible uh, for another agency's organization's uh, posting of their public notices. But it's something we are talking about and looking at to see if we can uh, – to see if it is a viable solution for us okay. uh, that, that won't cause us too much uh, extra work. Yeah, and I think if I recall correctly that, like, the city of Milton was having this conversation and in order, they can't host it on their own site. It has to be hosted by the county. So if, for example, city of Pensacola, although Mayor Reeves yesterday said that he doesn't want to move away from uh, active publication of these things in print, so it's not probably an issue, but still, that it would have to be at the county site, and so that would you know mean you'd have to be providing that service somehow or other so all right i appreciate that just you know keep us updated if any of that changes one of the things um on the agenda today and it just caught me by surprise because it seemed like such a big item is you guys are going to talk about the possibility of a next phase expansion unless i read it wrong and i know sometimes i do um a next phase expansion of the landfill an enormous expansion like you know we're talking what two million dollars i think only for the design and would this be on the other side of Beulah Road? Is that how I read this? Yeah, that's right. It would be on the east side of Beulah Road. Uh, we already own the property there. And the item that's on today is for design and permitting of the site. And it's going to be a pretty a pretty involved project. We're actually going to build a new road, uh, take Beulah Road and kind of divert it around. And the existing Beulah Road will become our entrance road into the into the new landfill. Really, but uh, it's about a it's about a four year process from beginning of design to to end of construction. Uh, we're which is pretty aggressive. We have about you know, about six to eight years left where we're at. So we're looking to to bring this uh, to fruition and get it done and get it accomplished. And it'll add, you know, 40, 50 years with the, by, by the time we get to building all the cells out uh, in the new expansion area. So it's it's a much needed project. Uh, we're right, we're tracking pretty well on the timeline uh, to get it accomplished. 
And uh, so that's that's kind of what that's about. Okay, so uh, just I want to recap to make sure I get it. The idea is to build a what I would call a straighter Bueller Road that's going to go north and connect with. Uh, it's going it, to would the new road just connect with the rest of Beulah before you get to like the Timber Creek kind of area, or would it go all the way to Muskogee? But then you're going to uh, go ahead. Yeah, it'll, it'll circle back in, and, okay. and we'll you know we'll be working in conjunction with FDOT. Uh, through this area as well, you know, it's going to tie into to the Kingsfield ex- expansion and the interchange. I mean, all of this uh, is going to work kind of in conjunction. And so we are working with FDOT uh, to let them review our plans and get their input. And they've been they've been pretty good about working with us in, on this project. So uh, Chris Phillips, our traffic engineer, has been heavily involved in this, and, and Don Sites, our solid waste uh, director and engineer, uh, have been working working closely together with FDOT. So uh, it's, it's a good project, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing it come to fruition. And so it's this would basically, in the time frame that's left for the current landfill, about half of the time that's left, it would take to construct the new one, which, as you said, would extend our lifespan for about four to five decades. And frankly, I mean, I think if you're a resident, you have to like the idea that it's basically at the same site, you know, because it's not creating a new landfill somewhere else, you know, close to residences or anything like that. So interesting. No, and, and I assume the plan would be that you're going to fund this through, I mean, would you fund this through general revenue? Would you fund this through a bond? Like what's the construction no, scope going to be? This is uh this is solid waste reserves. Okay. So we have a, we have a pretty healthy reserve uh, right now in solid waste and that's where this funding would come from. Okay, so you kind of been saving for this plan to begin with. Have a ballpark swag number on the price tag for the new landfill, aside from the two million for the design. Yeah, I think that uh, that swag is somewhere around uh, fifteen to twenty million. Fifteen to twenty. Okay, and what is our reserve at right now? It's at forty-five. Oh, okay. So we're good. <laughs> yeah, we're good. No, no, we're good, and, and we're gonna. You know, yeah, we'll, it'll cost some of our reserve, but we're going to build that reserve back. It'll, it'll build back fairly quickly, so we're not concerned about that. Okay, well, interesting. Wow, that's a, I mean, th- this is the kind of stuff government's supposed to do well, and it sounds like it's being done well, so I, I appreciate that. Great information. Um, we also have uh, some things to um, – uh, next week we got the point-in-time count coming for – it's not just counting all the homeless people in our community, but it is also you're intending to map out the homeless camps. Is that right? Yeah, so we've been working pretty hard uh, with the continuum of care uh, and, and uh, my in-house staff and uh, some folks uh, put a little working group together. Allison Patton from city councils involved and uh, Travis Tompkins, our emergency manager, and myself and Chandra Smiley's involved. And, and we just we put a, a working group together and we're getting more involved, I guess you, you could say, with the continuum of care to try to get a more accurate count. And uh, so we've been doing some training this week and we've got some other initiatives coming. But, but you know, last year, I think if you remember the discussion, when we looked at the point in time count, the numbers, they seemed extremely low. Yeah. And so I, one of the initiatives that we're bringing forward is just to try and get more involved uh, and get a better, more accurate count because the, the better, more accurate count we have, uh, it opens us up to being able to apply for more grant dollars to provide services and, and try to move the needle a little bit, if you will, uh, on homelessness. And, and it's been a very much talked about topic as of late. And as a matter of fact, I have a, a, a meeting this afternoon with Sheriff Simmons, uh, 
and to talk about some issues related to homelessness and uh, and we're going to be looking at models in different different areas of the state. Uh, Pinellas County has a model that we're, we're going to send folks down to take a look at that model. But we're looking to really move the needle on this topic, and it'll take a lot of work. It's a heavy lift, and, uh, and it's not going to be anything that's going to be overnight. It's going to be it's going to be a grind uh, to be able to move that needle, but. But I feel like we have to, and so you know, that's the reason we kind of put the little working group together and uh, just trying to drive a little, be a little more engaged and, and get, some, get some things accomplished. No, I, I, and I agree with the idea that, you know, you have to know where you are before you can know how to get to where you want to be, so that makes sense. There's also a thing on here for an Englewood Community Center. This would, by my assessment, this is now the, the second community center project that we're working on, the one in District 4 for Commissioner Bender at the old church site there, and this one is also like a, an old church site. Am, am I reading this right? Yeah, it is. It, it's a it is a current church, and um, you know this is something that's kind of been been worked and looked at uh, for for a few years now. And there was a thought to rebuild the Inglewood Boys and Girls Club, and then this uh, site, which is literally just a couple of blocks uh, down the road, uh, became available. And um, we did we've done a lot of due diligence uh, to make sure that the amenities that that Commissioner May wants to provide there will fit and can be constructed and the cost of the renovation and, and such. And we feel like it, we could accomplish that with the budget that's available, which is uh, altogether is about four point something million, I think. But the, this initial step is just to make an offer. Uh, and, you know, I don't, I don't know how it will turn out, right. but just getting approval to make the offer and then we'll, We'll see how it goes, and we'll move from there. Yeah, it's a $1.7 million offer to the Englewood Baptist Church uh, there on West Scott Street. So as you say, we'll kind of see how this turns out, if the county approves it, the board approves it, and then if they accept the offer. Uh, you also have a Maple Oak stormwater project. We had talked before about the one um, off of, like, in the kind of the Burgess area near the school, Hancock and all of that area. This is another one you guys are looking at uh, to study, to see what to do. But I want to end on a, a good note, which is that, not only does Escambia County have the firefighter of the year, Lieutenant Nick Radia, but we have the volunteer firefighter of the year, Assistant uh, ECFR Chief uh, Yoshimi Kor, right? Absolutely, absolutely. We're very, very honored uh, and grateful uh, for the work that, that those men do and, and all, all the fire. But it, it, it really speaks highly, I think, of our, of our fire division and department to have the professional firefighter of the year and the volunteer firefighter of the year. Uh, I think it just shows the quality of, of the folks that we have there in fire and uh, that we are are moving it, tracking in the right direction. And very proud of those guys. They very much deserve honors uh, for both of them. And uh, so I just, that's just great news. It is, is really good news, especially for a department that, of course, had a recent loss, which was very painful. That's uh, some little bit of good news or a significant amount of good news in the process. And we're picking up two new EMS trucks to to outfit. So, I mean, you know, a lot of good things happening at the meeting this morning. Uh, the uh, board will meet this morning, of course, as they typically do on a Thursday for the morning meeting. And Wes Moreno is the Scambia County Administrator. As always, Wes, thanks for the time, man. I appreciate it. And all the information, very good information. Uh, yes, sir. Thank you, Andy. You